Hey everyone, if you're enjoying my podcast, I'd really like it if you left a review or at least a rating. It'll help the podcast greatly so that I can continue to make the best content possible. Thanks. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Watching the Webhead. I'm your host, Delanel, and ah, oh, this is great. So, the director of Morbius... The movie Morbius did a Q&A on Twitter. And amongst other things, you know, blah, blah, blah. He mentioned that we are going to see. Uh, well, first of all, let me let me read what he said. OK, let me just read. Go verbatim here and just read the entire quote. Um, so let's see, where is it? Here we go. All right. Morbius. Liz, okay, so this is director Daniel Espinosa. Espinosa. So he he did one that he answered with this: Morbius lives in the same universe as Venom. This is the universe we saw Venom exit at the end of Venom: Let There Be Carnage and return to at the end of Spider-Man: No Way Home. So that first part tells us that indeed Venom was whatever universe he was in. He was in there. Then the end credit scene, he switched over, he saw Tom Holland on the screen. Venom was like, ooh, yummy, yummy, blah, blah, blah. And <clears throat> that's what happened. And then at the end of No Way Home, he was sent back, left a piece of symbiote, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Then he says, um, he, he revealed that the Spider-Man does exist in the Morbius Venom universe. But he didn't say who it was. And the last thing he quotes as saying is, it is my understanding that audiences will discover the answer soon. Okay. And so now we are going to talk about this. So, we're going to break this down. We already knew <clears throat> it made perfect sense that Spider-Man would exist in a universe named after him. Like I've said before, it's like Mario Kart without Mario. Uh, You know, like, how does that even work? So obviously this universe had to have the core piece that pulls all of these characters together. Um, That's not really what this episode is about. The episode is about the last thing he said, which is that we're going to find out who it is soon. We're going to find out soon. Now, what does soon mean? I don't know. Is it Morbius? Is the movie Morbius going to be? I don't think so. I don't think so. So I have two theories on what soon means. Because I don't think it's going to be in the Morbius movie. Either Sony will release a trailer of a movie. Or like release like a, a, a press release or something. Announcing the movie. They're going to make an announcement. Or, and they might make a huge announcement, like they may decide to tell us who the character, like who's the Spider-Man is and, and the next movie that's scheduled to come out, all of, the, all of these different things. They might really have been low-key working on this project and no one has known about it, right? It's possible. The other likely scenario is that when we talk about soon, we may find out with the Craven movie. The Craven movie may reveal 
who this Spider-Man is. I think either way, the first time we see Spider-Man in the Sony universe, it's going to be some kind of end of the movie cameo or an end credits scene type of thing. I don't think it's going to be we're randomly going to get a, a random Spider-Man movie announced. He's going to pop up first on screen in another movie. And then we're going to be hype when Sony announces the Spider-Man movie that's coming out next. I think that's what's going to happen. It's just how soon. Now, the Cindy Moon project, I don't know if they've started... Uh, I don't even think they have a full cast or anything. I don't even think they've started production. So... I don't think we're going to find anything out from that show. Um, I think they will put any Spider-Man first appearance on the big screen. So I think any kind of TV show that we're looking at, it's not going to happen. Obviously, they're animated Spider-Verse movies. He's not going to show up there. We're going to find out either with Morbius, which I think is pretty much zero chance, or we're going to find out with Kraven. Those are the only two live-action Sony movies that are out that are, like, that haven't been released yet that we can go off of. They don't have a lot of projects that are confirmed or, or working on, have a cast and, and they're in production right now, whatever, cast and crew. So I, it's tough to say when this will happen soon unless Sony goes out of their way to announce something, which I also don't think they would do. But soon, soon. I mean, your definition of soon also comes into play. I look as soon as like within a year's worth of time is soon for me. When it comes to, I think different industries, different circumstances soon means something different. So I think when you look at movies and how long a movie takes in itself to make on average, I think soon, a good fair assessment of soon would be like a year, maybe two before we are you know, shown who this Spider-Man is. Feels like a long time, but it's it's really not that bad. But soon could also be like in the next couple of months. It could be something shows up in the end credits of Morbius. Like it, it really could. Uh, he didn't say who would would be. So we know we have three current potential candidates, and we're going to talk about all three and their likelihood. But what are the odds that Sony would come up with a fourth actor to take on the role? The thing about it is. And I'll talk about each of the Tom, Toby, and Andrew. But like Tom, for instance, he doesn't have a current contract with Sony. That expired after No Way Home. Um, he verbally has confirmed he's taking a break from acting. So he's currently not even projected to do anything. There's not even a contract of him being part of any kind of project. So currently, we, you know, but I'll talk about it as we get to him. So... Let's talk about who the Spider-Man could be. <clears throat> Let's start off with Tobey Maguire. So a lot of people will say it's probably Toby, probably because of the Morbius trailer, right? I think the Morbius trailer gets everyone piped up in the idea that this is a continuation universe of the Sam Raimi universe. You have a blatant reference to the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man right there. You can't like you can't miss it. You can't deny it. It's not a confused situation, a blurry image or something like it is. We're no, no one is reaching. That is clearly the same artwork and and posing style that we've seen for posters of Spider Man during his original run. 
So we know that that is Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. In universe, they may just randomly have it. Maybe an artist randomly just chose to create Spider-Man like fan art, right? Like there's plenty of fan art out there reimagining, you know, official character designs. So it, it if you want to explain that in universe, that's cool. But outside of the universe, we know that Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, which means that could that mean Toby is part of this universe? The word killer is sprayed across him. We saw this trailer before No Way Home came out. Once Spider-Man No Way Home came out, that that little Easter egg Spider-Man picture with the or painting or whatever you want to call it with the killer sprayed on him actually makes more sense. When you think about what No Way Home was trying to say, that the Andrew and Toby fighting their villains caused their villains to die, which is, I, I still, that's not really accurate. Toby Maguire's villains, they did die against him. Um, but not to his own doing. You know, like Goblin tried to kill him with his own glider. Spidey just jumped out the way. That's not Spidey's fault. He's protecting himself. That was a defensive move. Um, which literally did nothing to do anything. He just got out of the way. And then Doc Ock, he was ready to, Spidey was ready to destroy the energy thing. And Doc Ock was like, oh no, I'll do it. So he volunteered to do something that would likely end his life. So uh, the only person that Toby could have possibly killed was the Venom symbiote. He didn't kill Eddie Brock. He tried to pull Eddie apart from the symbiote and then Eddie jumped in. And Spidey was like, whoa, and it was too late. So, like, he didn't kill anybody. He killed the symbiote, an alien thing. That's about it. And this alien was causing a lot of problems to himself, to other people. So he just... So, I mean, but Venom wasn't part of the movie. So we can't talk about Venom. He wasn't in No Way Home. At least Topher Grace Venom wasn't in No Way Home. So based off of who was in No Way Home, no one actually died because of a spider-man so i don't know where that premise came from um and not even all of them died not even half of them died in the first place but whatever case in point if you look at someone like jonah jameson and you decide okay well he probably spun the uh the story to make it that spider-man killed them then yeah some people are going to be out there in the streets you know voicing their opinion so it is, it is 100% believable that this, this Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is now like painted as an anti-hero or a villain straight up, right? And so we could see that. We know that Jonah Jameson, right? He is the same actor. And even though it seems like it's a retcon of the same character using the same actor... It could very well be the same exact person. Maybe this Tobey Maguire literally is that age in this universe and the new Venom has shown up with a different Eddie Brock. Like, it it doesn't really add up unless you pretend that Spider-Man 3 doesn't exist, which is my theory. I think Sony's thing is Spider-Man 3 does not exist. You have Spider-Man 1 and 2, and then you jump to Venom 1 and Venom 2 and Morbius and so on. The plot hole is that No Way Home had a character from Spider-Man 3. So I don't know what Sony wants to do. I think they want to throw nostalgia and throw everything at you to get you to sit 
but it won't really amount to anything. But that's why I think out of the three options, Toby probably is at least first or second likely to reprise his role in the Sony universe. So let's go into Andrew. So Andrew, there aren't many links to him being in the movie. There aren't many links of his universe in the movie. Like we saw with like the different Venom trailers through the years and different references and things like that. It seemed like they pulled a lot of inspiration from the Sam Raimi movies. They didn't pull a lot of stuff. Like the Daily Bugle logo is from the Sam Raimi. Like there's a lot that pulled from the Sam Raimi. We don't even really talk about the Daily Bugle in Andrew Garfield's universe. Like you don't really, there's no Jameson. There's no, like we don't even hear about that. But then in the Venom movies, we at least like the the trailer for Carnage, we saw the detective had the the Daily Bugle newspaper and stuff, and so, you know, I think that all kind of lines up to the idea that a lot of stuff is being pulled from the Sam Raimi universe here. But Andrew Garfield, he's not really connected. His universe, him. Nothing's really connected. The only thing that people are rooting for is that he gets to have his own little trilogy thing where he gets to do Amazing Spider-Man 3. Sure, I guess. I mean, if that's all we have to connect him to it, that's really wishful thinking. Um, But I will say this. Out of the three options, if you put yourself in Sony's shoes, Andrew would be the best choice. They probably feel like Toby might be too old they may not feel like having him do more things. You know, they might... Because they might want to start an, restart a franchise here. And Toby is, is hitting... He's basically 50. So at that point, unless he's in great shape like Willem Dafoe, uh, he's not really going to do much moving forward. So you got that going on. Uh, Andrew is like a great age right now. He's like early 30s, right? So... Mid-30s, I should say. Like, mid-30s. Almost 40. So he could still... He still has some physical peak prime going on. He can do some things, you know. And don't worry about it. We'll get a stunt double. It's no problem. Type of stuff going on. Um, Meanwhile, Tom Holland... Not only is he not under contract, but they probably want him to continue carrying on in the MCU. Um, As long as that can be a thing between Disney and Sony. As long as they have their agreement... They would probably keep Tom in the MCU if they decide to bring it all back. Remember, the contract is not happening right now. There's no contract currently. So they may never come back to the table again, or they may disagree blatantly on some things. It's really up in the air. So for Sony, Andrew is probably the best choice if they want to grab an already established Spider-Man and put him in with Venom and Morbius and everybody else. But in terms of actual things that we can look at, tangible things from movies and and interviews and things like that, Andrew has no connection to the movie thus far. He's quoted as saying he has no future projects as well for being Spider-Man. But that he would love to, but he would need it to be right. He would need it to be a great movie and a great experience. So he has a lot of uh, particular demands. and, And demands is not really a good word, but... I think that's something that we can use as a starting point. He, he has standards that I support because 
I want somebody that cares about the character to play the character, especially someone as complex as Peter Parker. So I'm all for that. Um, so it doesn't seem like there's anything on the verge of happening with that. All three of these actors, there's nothing really on the verge of like, this is going to happen. The only one that seems kind of close is maybe Toby. Last is Tom. And like I said multiple times already, he's not under contract with Sony. Probably neither is Toby or Andrew. But what makes Tom interesting is that he's already part of a universe. So if Tom were to become a part of the Venom universe, Sony's universe, he would basically have to leave the MCU. I don't see how he would be hopping back and forth. I don't know how you could write that unless he has like a device or if Doctor Strange just constantly is letting him go back and forth or Wong or somebody. Like it, or Wanda, like somebody, it would be a really weird thing if you have him going back and forth. So if Sony is done working with Marvel, they're going to pull Tom out and put him in. That's the only way Tom is going to show up. So it's really what you believe, right? If you believe that Tom is going to be in the MCU the next time we see him, if we see him again, then you can forget about the Sony universe. It's over. But if you think that he'll come back and somehow he'll switch, like we're going to, we, I would like to see, or at least they have to very detail explain how he moves from one universe to the other. If you're going to do it. So I don't, I think out of the three, Tom is the least likely to show up in the Sony universe. I'm not rooting on Tom. I'm not putting money on Tom. It's either Toby or Andrew. And I think Sony likes Andrew, but I think everything has set up to use Toby. So it's, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Now, what are, what are the odds of a fourth character? So obviously the three live action guys that we've had so far, there are a lot of things in the way that kind of seem like, all right, well, look, it might be a lot of work to bring this character into this universe. How about we just start all over? We'll have Tom and MCU and we'll have this guy. Look at it like this. Part of what was interesting about No Way Home is that Sony did a major sign off on the villains. But they also could have done a sign-off for their heroes. Doc Ock seems like maybe he'll be fine. If they ever want to bring him back, they'll have something happen with his chip again, I guess. Or something. I don't know. Goblin could always be a threat again in the future. But Sandman, Lizard, and Electro are most likely never going to be a problem. Like I think you know, when you talk about the cures that they had and were given... I think this is Sony's way of saying we're retiring these villains, we're retiring these actors, and if we ever bring them back, they're going to be different people. A whole different circumstance. I mean, with this new Sony universe, they can indeed bring back those villains, and they would just be different actors. But I also wonder if Andrew and Toby also had their farewell. Where they said, okay, look, fan service, we're going to bring you two back. This is going to be your last Ron costume. And then we're moving on. Fresh slate. Brand new faces all across the board. What if that is poised to happen? And that could. That, that very well could. And I, I, I don't know the likelihood of that. 
But I like to think that it's actually higher than maybe we're thinking. I think there is a higher chance that we are going to begin to see rumors and reports that Sony is looking for a new face. I don't know how soon that will be, but according to the director, it will indeed be soon that we'll find out something. Um, And that's going to be very interesting because if they have Tom on one side and this new person on the other, um, I think I'd be fine with that. The only question I would have, how old will this Spider-Man be? Now, the three live action guys that we've had have all been high schoolers. Tobe Maguire started off senior in high school. Andrew Garfield, his series basically ended with him leaving high school. The, the graduation valedictorian speech, blah, blah, blah. So his, his series was basically high school. Uh, same with um, Tom Holland, high school. Will Toby, will Toby, will Sony age Spider-Man? Will they? They have, um, I, th- I think they might. There's a possibility they may decide to keep him young. There's a possibility that they decide on a timeline spectrum. They establish the villains, right? And I like this. They establish the villains, and then a young Peter Parker becomes Spider-Man, notices these threats, and begins to, you know, his career starts, and he ends up starting just beating up these guys. Like, that, that could also happen. I just, there are a few slight issues. If he's going to interact with, okay. First of all, if he's going to interact with Venom, one of two things has to happen. Either Venom, Peter, yeah, Venom or Eddie, I guess you could call it, would have to move to New York. Now, when you look at, like, Let There Be Carnage, that movie ends with basically... Him being outed as an alien thing and everyone's on the hunt for him. So he may move across the country and be like, I'm going to restart my whole thing here in New York. And boom, he runs into Peter Parker Spider-Man. And boom, right? I don't know where Morbius is taking place. All we know about Morbius is that he's well aware of who Venom is as well. Now, in the 21st century, news travels fast. So even if you aren't in California... You can hear about some fairly major events happening in, in anywhere or across the, the globe. So I'm not sure if him moving to New York, this isn't like before the internet, let's say. This isn't like before the internet where you could move across the country and basically hide from a, a, a previous life and start fresh. Today's age... Stuff follows you, and it's very hard to get rid of it, especially if it's been uploaded to a social media or a news site or whatever it is. Um, so I don't know. But it, it, that does sound like something Sony would probably do. They'll probably pluck Eddie from San Francisco, shift him over to New York, and be done with it. We don't know what happened to him when he got snapped back. right? When, when Doctor Strange did his spell at the end of No Way Home, and we saw Venom get taken back. We don't know where he went. It's possible he was landed. It's possible he was thrown into New York. 
we didn't see where he went, right? We just saw him disappear. We saw the piece of symbiote that was left behind. So we don't know where he went, right? So there, there are some things at play. And I do think that uh, he probably more likely is going to go to New York than Peter Parker going to San Fran. I think that's, if, if one of those things is going to happen, we're going to New York. Uh, and I guess Morbius at some point will end up in New York if he isn't already. We, we know Morbius interacts with uh, Michael Keaton, who seems to be, I'm, I mean, at this point, he's Vulture in the movie. Obviously, if he is, he's probably, I don't know what prison he went to, where it was, but in the fictional universe, he's still in the New York City area. So if he's interacting with Keaton, but then that brings a lot of questions with the vulture because was the vulture snapped and come back? Like, what happened in the five years? When the snap happened, if he didn't get snapped, did he escape through the chaos and slip through the cracks, right? Uh, if he was snapped and then he came back, obviously, he's probably not going to... I mean, my understanding is wherever you got snapped, wherever you got dusted is where you popped back up. But it doesn't seem like a consistent, perfect science. So I don't know. Like, he, he could have popped up anywhere after being snapped. I, don't, I have no idea. So, I mean, there are a lot of questions about why Morbius is interacting with a lot of different characters. Why he's aware of different things. Why we're seeing Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. There are a lot of questions that Morbius needs to answer. I don't think they will answer. That's the kicker. Um, they might lead. They might imply answers but i don't think they're going to blatantly be like this is what happened this is why we're seeing that um so it's going to be slightly annoying to find out what happens with that now i will say with so if you bring a fourth actor if you bring a new face like i said if you go the young route you can have an up-and-coming spider-man dealing with these established villains or at least anti-heroes and that's the problem, too. They are being painted as anti-heroes. Nobody's been painted as a villain yet, right? Like, we've seen the two Venom movies. He's not really a villain. He's not necessarily a hero, either. He's kind of just there battling things that are kind of directly related to him. They don't really pose a threat. His two, the two people he was facing in these movies... There was no real serious agenda of we're going to destroy the world and, and Eddie and Venom are like, we have to stop him from destroying the world. You could maybe argue with the first Venom movie, he was going to get his pals to come and invade the planet. You could argue that. But the second movie was pretty much... All Carnage was doing at that point was trying to get his girl back. That was about it. I mean, he... You didn't really hear about him actually trying to... I mean, he was destroying stuff, and obviously Cletus is a serial killer. had to be stopped, but... You know what I mean? Like, it, it, you wouldn't paint Venom as a hero. It just... those His movies were kind of like, yeah, he's just fighting other symbiotes, and that's about it. I mean, you know, now you got Shriek in here. I, I, I don't know. Look, all I know is that uh, he's not really a villain. I can't paint him as a villain. Morbius... He's a very complicated character in the comics, too, but he was never really known as a villain. So I, I'm not sure who Spider-Man would be battling here. 
because you would have to change the character that we have established. You would have to change their motives in order for Spider-Man to feel like, all right, now I need to stop you. And I mean, Spidey in the comics has fought against other anti-heroes. He's dealt with Wolverine. He's dealt with the Punisher. You know, he's dealt with these guys because he doesn't like their methods of how they're handling it. So it may not be a hero villain. It might be just a protagonist antagonist type of situation, right? For those of you that don't really understand the difference, a protagonist is just someone like we associate with trying to achieve something. And then the antagonist is something that's in the way. Not necessarily a villain, but just something in the way, right? Like, for example, I'm the protagonist trying to cook something. The antagonist is the stove is not turning on or working properly. The stove has no malicious intent. It's a stove. But this is an obstacle. This is something in the way from my objective. So, you know, this new Spider-Man may decide that Venom is doing things a little too drastic and ugly or whatever. I need to stop Venom. He's kind of getting out of control here. Right? He may decide Morbius is, is, I don't know, sucking people's blood too much. I need to stop him. Fun fact about Spider-Man, we learned, I forgot who he was fighting against, but we learned that he's impervious to uh, vampirism. He can't be turned. The radioactiveness of his blood is this unique thing that when he's bitten or whatever, he just doesn't turn. So he's a perfect guy to deal with like a Morbius type of thing, uh, which I would love to see those two, you know, fight and him like biting but I don't think Morbius would do that. Like Morbius, his character just would not be like, I'm just going to try to like harm you intentionally. Uh, so I don't know. I'm not sure what the, they would do with a Spider-Man in the universe. We just know we're getting one. We know he exists. So it's not like, it's not like Spider-Man doesn't exist. He's there. He's doing things. And now we have to figure out what that, like, who he is, how far along he is in his career. I think he's, like, starting out. I think Sony's going to play the starting out card just like they did with Tom Holland, where he existed in the MCU, right? But we didn't really know about him until Civil War. So, but he was already doing things. He was already doing things and just was, like, you know, a little makeshift costume, just starting out, doing some things, you know, whatever. Um, and even then, they retconned, uh, what was it, Iron Man 3 or 2? They retconned one of the Iron Mans, where that little boy with the, the helmet or whatever ends up being the actual Peter Parker in the MCU at that age or whatever. So it was a cute little thing that they did. Um, but, you know, like, so he's probably out there swinging and doing his thing, probably not for long, and then... He's going to get wind of these bigger threats that are happening around him and start getting involved. That would be my guess. I don't know. Maybe Craven ends up trying to hunt him. You know, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's the soon that we're getting, that Craven will begin to hunt. From what I've read, Craven sounds like a very origin story taking place in his home roots. So I don't know if he's going to, I don't know if that movie is going to be primarily set in New York. But I will say 
that at the end of Craven's movie, he may see like a clip of Spider-Man and be like, I would hunt him. Like it, I, it could, it could turn to that. Like just like how Venom was reacting when he saw Tom, Craven could see something like over in America, da, 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 or hear Jameson's voice. And then he's like, I'm going to go hunt him. And then he just goes, takes a flight. Like, that could be how a more... Oh, got too many movies. Craven ends, right? So, I mean, I like the idea of a new face. I'm I'm cool. I I don't need Toby. I don't need Andrew. And I don't need Tom. I'm okay with getting a new person. Just get someone who cares about the role. One of the things that I figured that's I Sony has done a great job in getting actors who actually love the role, like they care about the character. People don't give Tobey Maguire a lot of credit, um, but like when you read, if you not read, if you watch the movie with like his commentary, you could tell like he. The first movie, he didn't know much about Spider-Man. Like, he admits, like, I didn't know a lot about Spider-Man and his, his story. But by the second and third movie commentaries, you can hear how much he loved working on those movies. Love, he started to really love the character. And, like, even, like, talking about Spider-Man 4, he was, like, really excited about that movie coming out. You could tell he fell in love with the character. Most of us know Andrew Garfield is a big Spider-Man fan who absolutely poured everything that he could into the role. Tom Holland, also big Spider-Man fan who definitely did all he could to embrace the character of Peter Parker. So Sony has done a great job of finding their guy. So whoever Sony announces next, whether it's one of the guys we know or a new person... I do have faith that this person will try to kill this role and make it a great role. Um, But, you know, there's another alternative that we haven't really discussed. We've been talking about Peter Parker. We need to talk about Spider-Man. We need to talk about the possibility of a Miles Morales, folks. I think we, we really need to talk about this. I... I love the idea of having a Peter Parker in one universe and a Miles Morales in another universe and them meeting on screen. I love that idea. I love the idea that Sony could decide to bring back Toby. Kill him off. And and we have Miles. I love that idea. Or even if it is Andrew. One of the older Spider-Men. Kill them off in battle. Miles is a part of the equation or whatever, you know. And let's see what happens. I do like that. But even if you decide not to show that part, I love the idea of Miles being in that universe. Is he? I don't know. The director only says Spider-Man is in there and that we he's not going to say who it is. But he just knows that we're going to find out soon. I don't know if he knows who it is and has just been told to be quiet about it or if he actually doesn't really have an idea of who specifically it is. He just knows there is a Spider-Man. But one thing we do know is that he has been told we're going to find out soon. And I, I, 
Sony has done a great job with Miles Morales so far. Video games, animated movies, they have crushed his portrayal. I, 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 I'm still struggling to find out which version of him is better, the video game or the movie. But both of them have been phenomenal. Sony has been just absolutely rocking it out with Miles. I, I'm all about the idea that he would end up in live action too. I just, I don't see why Sony wouldn't want to do it. I think Sony has been working on it. And this could be the universe where they decide to just mix it all up and say, we're doing it different. They already have a Peter Parker, right? It might confuse a little bit if you have two Peter Parkers. I'm just saying, it could confuse audiences. You have two Peter Parkers. Oh, this one's in the MCU. That one's over in that. And he's, he's doing that. And that's the guy. And we're... So Sony might be like, you know, we've established Peter Parker many times, right? Many times. Why don't we just establish a different Spider-Man? And what, what works is that Miles literally has nothing to do with Venom, Morbius, and all of these other characters. These are all Peter Parker villains. And some of them, especially when you look at his, his origin story in the Ultimate Comics, he's had to deal with some of those people that Peter was dealing with. A lot of the old villains that Peter dealt with, Miles had to deal with as well. But Miles got his own, his own uh, origin villains and stuff, new villains that he had to face. So I like the idea. Sony's establishing these characters, and then they bring in a, a character who, from a comic book standpoint, has nothing to do with them. And so now, you don't have to connect him to these villains anymore, or these anti-heroes, or these antagonists, whatever you want to call it. You don't have to connect him anymore. You could just say, here he is, go take care of them. Out of everything that I just talked about, <laughs> that's my favorite scenario. And that's the one I want to happen. Will it happen? I don't know. I don't know about any of these. I think the the only one I know, I feel like for certain, is that we're not getting Tom Holland. That's just not going to happen. I don't see that happening. It doesn't make a lot of narrative sense. So I'm going to go with a no. Toby could. That feels like it could. Um, you know, Andrew could. He obviously would want to. So that, you know... I. I think he would love to. I think Sony loves him. I just don't know if Sony would want him for that project. Um, but like that could happen. That could that could work as well. Um, a new person altogether, a new Peter Parker could work. But going completely out of what we know and just doing a Miles, I think Sony would do great. Going with the Miles. I think that would be the great... That would be the best decision. And I think when you look at what Sony has been doing... Sony has been... They've been building a Miles brand. Like, you have to admit... The past, like, 45... 
four to five years, they've been building up Miles' exposure, right? Into the Spider-Verse. Then he got his own game. After being a playable character in the first game. So I think Sony is has made a decision that they are putting a lot of weight into Miles. Why are they doing this? Probably because they want to be known as, you know, like a diversity thing. I mean, like, look at the MCU. The main, like, when you look at the core Avengers, they're all white. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. That's a comic book reference. Like, that's just, they were white heroes. But it is interesting that over here on Sony's side, they have a lot of projects in the works for everyone. They're doing a spinoff Spider-Woman, a spinoff from the Into the Spider-Verse franchise that's going to feature Cindy Moon, Gwen, Stacy, and... uh, Oh, no. It's not Mary Jane. Who is the third? I always forget the third one. And she's... um, She's a... No, it might be Mary Jane. She's black. They got a white girl, Gwen. They got an Asian, Cindy. And the third Spidey woman is black. And I don't remember if it's Mary, like a different version of Mary Jane or I'm drawing a blank. But they're working on that. They're also working on a live action Cindy Moon show for Amazon Prime. They might switch that to a different... uh, streaming platform but right now it's with amazon um which means i have to get an amazon thing prime golly but um so they're working on that you know they got miles as a black protagonist like they have different things coming up that it's creating a diverse portfolio i mean we're gonna have miguel you know he's all you know so my take on it is that Sony has no problem literally diversifying or diversifying their offerings. And that's why I think Miles has a really, 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 really good shot of, of making it on the big screen, uh, live action. Uh, now, unlike two Peter Parkers in live action, a live action Miles and an animated Miles will not create confusion. No one's going to be confused. Which Miles is that? Like, oh, we have this universe here, the animated universe, the live action universe. That's easy to differentiate. So if you're Sony, you're able to market those two out. And, you know, throughout the years, you know, Sony's going to release like some kind of Miles Morales bundle where you'll get like the animated and the live action movies in one bundle. Like, it'll be cute. Um, I'm rooting for Miles. If I had to rank the likelihoods, I think a new person is the most likely. That's what I think. It's either going to be a new Peter Parker or we're going to get a new Spider-Man altogether. And then from there, Toby and Andrew are like tied for like third and fourth. And then Tom is, he really shouldn't even be in the conversation, but he's dead last. And who we're going to see next. Um... I'm really rooting for Miles because that would just be such a twist. Like that would just 
that would just be just a twist. I would just, I, I, I just would like to see that. Like, I would just like to see Miles on the big screen. Can you imagine the camouflage and the venom attacks and all these different things that he's capable of that honestly are more exciting than what we've seen with Peter Parker, right? And, um, but I, I am curious to see how that goes. I, I would like to see that happen. And it would be cool. Uh, but you guys let me know what you think. You know, right now we know there's a Spider-Man in existence. And we're going to find out who it is soon. Who do you think it is? How soon do you think we're going to find out? Let me know. Thanks for listening. And keep swinging. Hey, as part of the Anchor platform, did you know that you can actually leave voice messages? Feel free to share feedback and ask questions. I'll feature those questions in a future episode. Link is in the episode description. Look forward to literally hearing from you. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Make sure you follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, keep swinging. Thank you.